It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. We should maintain the closing theme song just for just for at least one episode. <laughs> I might edit it into this one. Alright, we're back. Uh, with the letter T. T. The letter T is the letter of the week. We've both tossed in our tossed. There's a T word. Both tossed in our words. I'm Ed. I'm Peter. This is Ed and Peter. Let's say when to uh, unshake the magic cup. Alright. Shake it. Time travel. Time travel. Time travel Ooh. starts with a T. I am a, okay. I am a, I am a fan of time travel theories. I am curious about time travel myself. Are you a time travel enthusiast? Would you say? Uh, I don't know. I really like watching Doctor Who. Okay, I can honestly say I've never watched Doctor Who. Is there a great okay. deal of time travel that happens in Doctor Who? Yeah, quite, quite a lot. Okay. He's a time lord. That's the whole thing. I mean, right. Basically, the, the whole jam is. What's what skill travel. does a time lord have? What does he get to do? Um, he gets to travel anywhere he wants in time, at will. Now, is he... Uh, which is... is he a third-dimensional, uh, being? Ooh. It's the fireman. So. The fireman's I here. I think so. Yeah, I think he is. Okay, so he is... Okay. It's an interesting... I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the, uh, the theories around interdimensional beings, but we should discuss it since it's an interesting topic. You and I are both, uh, obviously third-dimensional beings. We live in the third dimension and are restrained by the third dimension. But in theory, there is the, uh, in theory, and when I say in theory, I mean in science fiction, there is the possibility for the existence of a uh, fourth dimension and fifth dimensional beings. But you're saying Doctor Who is, is, a, is a third dimensional fellow, is that correct? Honestly, I, I, I would be the wrong guy to ask. Okay, so a third dimensional person is, is uh, uh, like us. We are restrained to one body, one physical self, and also yeah. one plane of existence, one time. A fourth dimensional person, and again, this is science fiction, not science. I'm not talking about like polytopes and the principle of the tesseract and that sort of fourth dimension. I'm talking about science fiction, fourth dimension. So there's us, the third dimensional people, and there's fourth dimensional people. Fourth dimensional people are also restrained to one physical self, but they are not restrained to one plane. They can exist at any time, at any point in in, in a single timeline. And then the fifth dimensional people are the people who are not restricted to one body or restricted to one time. So they exist simultaneously uh, at multiple points in the timeline. They see every variation of the timeline. So they are currently existing in one body in 2021. They're existing in another body in 1920. They're existing in another body in the year 3030. They are constantly existing in constant stretches of, of, of planes of time. Right. I don't know if I've watched Doctor Who, like, enough, sort of canonically, or as an adult, to really know which of those three yeah. potential types of beings the Doctor might be. Um, but it's a great show. Um, but it's interesting that you brought up those those three categories, since we have to talk about time travel anyway, which is something I don't think I ever thought I'd end up talking about. Um, of the three types of beings that you just described, which one would you prefer to be if you were able to time travel? uh, I think probably the fourth. I think being a fourth dimensional would be the best one, whereas being a fifth dimensional, you would be constantly seeing everything, no matter what you... They did it it very well in uh, one of the Men in Black movies, the third Men in Black movie. They they have a character who's a fifth dimensional being, and he can see every possibility as it happens all at once. That sounds really stressful. 
Yeah, it sounds really stressful. And I believe in the movie, he even says it's a it's a gigantic pain in the ass. I would be a <laughs> I would be a fourth. I would love to be able to to, to time travel. I'd love to be able yeah, to go back. Sounds and, like the most fun, I guess. Yeah. Although you know, there's there's all those things about if you time travel, you can't touch anything, you can't do anything because you'll you'll change history. Not true, by the way. That's not a correct thing. It's the it's the the kill Hitler principle. If you're familiar with this, the physics, in fact, would would back you up on this. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you say to somebody, look, if I could time travel, I would go back in time and and kill Hitler. You could go back in time to 1935 and kill Hitler, but you wouldn't stop anything. Everything would still happen exactly the same as it did the first time, because in order for you to exist, to travel back into that time period, it all has to have happened anyway. So for you to be there... See, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So even if you went back in time, killed Hitler, you've done it successfully, you've prevented the Holocaust in one timeline, but in the timeline that you came from, it still happened, because without that, there would be no cause for you to go back. And short of you just suddenly disappearing once you'd achieved the task, it doesn't make any effect. Right. Huh. Neat. Yeah. So if you, so where would you go? What would you do? Um, I think I would travel to the past before I would travel to the future. I think there's a lot more places that I'm interested to see in the past, mainly because, you know, I know what they were and I know what appeals to me about them. I think I'd travel to the 1920s first. I'd like to see sort of, you know, I'm very big into, into films and film history. I'd love to see the, the dawn of the movie boom in, in California. What about you? Were you traveling forward or backwards? Uh, backwards, for sure. Okay, and why for sure? Why are you, why are you guaranteed of this? Because, uh, I mean, the future is just going to roll out the way it's going to roll out. I, I don't need to know ahead of time. I, I don't know. I don't really think, you know, I'm going to go forward and suddenly it's going to be like, you know, the Jetsons and it's super cool. It's going to be some horrible hellscape that's run by Elon Musk. You know, like there's nothing cool to look forward to in the future. So like, yeah, I think why, it, would, why would you go there? Wasn't the Jetsons set in like 2001? Yeah, I mean, we, we don't get any of the cool stuff, right? Like we'd like to imagine that the future is this, this awesome shiny place where we've got robot maids and mechanized sidewalks and, and whatever. But that's not true. Like, it, you know, it's going to be you know, this horrible dystopian burnt out wasteland down here and like Elon Musk having a party on Mars with like a handful of his biggest investors or something, you know. Isn't it funny isn't it funny how that public opinion of the future declined over the last fifty years? I mean obviously there's a there's a there's a traceable reason for that, and that being the uh indelible yeah the indelible seas of capitalism but it's funny that you think about like so okay when disneyland opened in 1955 they had tomorrowland and tomorrowland featured like something rolling past you tomorrowland featured like a guy in a jetpack and uh, a rocket to the moon and you could shrink yourself and go into people's bodies in order to to solve complex medical issues and it was set in 1986 when they opened, <laughs> when they opened Disneyland in, in 1955, they said, "Look at the uh, distant futuristic world of 1986 and the paradise that we'll be living in." Yeah, and uh, and and wow, 86 kind of does feel like a paradise compared to <laughs> compared to you know now even. <laughs> you know what's the funniest part about that? The guy who hosted the opening of Disneyland, the television opening of Disneyland in 1955. Do you know who it was? No. Ronald Reagan. So Ronald Reagan was there hosting that TV program, looking at 1986 and thinking, yeah, I think in 1986 I will have a pretty good time. <laughs> wow. That's, that's poetic. Yeah, amazing, right? 
Yeah. So um, no interest so in yeah, traveling I to the future. If I were to travel backward in time to an era in the past, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of... I don't know. I, again, it's all romanticized, right? Like, totally. I, I, it's nice. It's nice to think that I would have a great time in, like, say, Paris in the 30s. Yeah, that'd be cool. But again, it presupposes that you can speak the language, that you don't stick it like a sore thumb when you get there, that you've got some means, you know, you've got money to spend or, or whatever. And and that's what I find interesting about, you know, we, we talked uh, in our last episode, in the Solitude episode, about the whole desert island, you know, fantasy. And time travel, desert island, you know, whatever it is, it presupposes an awful lot of things. Such as? Um, that you're going to be okay. You know, like, what if you travel back in time and you have, you know, you're in abject poverty and you're in the middle of a, you know, a cholera outbreak in Mumbai and you don't speak the language and whatever. Like, you know, you can't assume that traveling back in time is just going to be like, oh, well, yeah, but I'll, I'll automatically, I'll, I'll have money and I'll be able to get around and I'll be able to do things. Um, or, it's funny because the way you're describing it sounds like a one-way trip. See, I'm picturing it as like a vacation, like a two-week trip to one of these places and you just go and come back. Sure, but you still need to be able to, like, I mean, it's the equivalent of booking a plane ticket to, like, say, Cuba, and then you get off and you have nothing. Like, does time travel include, you know, like, can you book a stay? Is there a hotel in the past that you can book into? I, I think, like, is there, a, is there a way of making making this safe for yourself? How does that work? I think they have to be liaisons. I think they have to be, like, travel agents for time travel. I think when you when you get on a plane and go to Cuba, before you go, you've converted some of your money to, to, to local, local pesos. I think that you have yeah. to do the same before you... All right, so, okay, we've, we've, we've both gone for 20th century. So let's just say, theoretically, you have to go somewhere pre-1,000 years ago. So you can go, you know, sort of ancient Greece, ancient Rome, dinosaur period. I mean, dinosaur period is a pretty wide, wide birth of, <laughs> a pretty wide birth of years. But let's say, okay, it has to be, it has to be more than 1,000 years backwards. Where are you going? Um... I don't know. It'd be nice to go somewhere like completely, like bucolic, mm. you know, like um, Scottish but, but Moors. A, yeah, it's a, but a, but an era of plenty. <laughs> but how do you how do you figure that one out? Um, let's say the I don't know. Maybe it'd be fun to be around in like the fourteen hundreds. There are all sorts of exciting things happening. That's not that's not a thousand years back though. You've, you've, you've spoiled the rules of the game. It had to be a oh, thousand right. years back on. Like even further back. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd like huh. to go to, I'd like to go to Earth when there was like 5,000 humans, whether that's, you know, the, the, the Jewish calendar of 6,500 years ago or the, the evolutionary calendar of, uh, I don't actually know, what is it, 30,000 years ago, 40,000 years ago? Anyway, whenever there was only a, a handful of people, I would like yeah, to go so back and like see that. Yeah, just like the cradle of civilization. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the opening of, um, of 2001, <laughs> I would like to go back and say. Yeah, that'd, that'd be kind of neat. There's a, there's a TV show called Primal, and it's about that. It's about a guy who lives in, you know, the, the dawn of humanity. It's fan for anyone who's interested in that sort of thing, worth checking out. It's a cartoon show, completely silent, no dialogue. 
It's one of the best things I've ever huh. seen. By a guy called really? Gendy Tartakovsky, one of the best animators in the world. Primal, guys. Plug for that show. All right. All right. And we do love talking about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs seem to dinosaurs seem to, pe- pe- to I, peak I out. Think you like talking about dinosaurs. I don't, I don't know. know. See, I have, I have no natural interest in dinosaurs. At no other point do I discuss dinosaurs, except somehow when I'm on these podcasts, my, my thoughts seem to wander to dinosaurs. <laughs> is that is that foreshadowing? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I would like to go back and see them. That would be an awesome one to go back and see. It's funny. There's so it's so true. I'm so disinterested in seeing the future. I, I'm I, the the, far, the past is the past. The past is so much more appealing to me. Well, I guess I mean there's more. We know more about it, so it's yeah, kind it's of easier to get excited about. Yeah, like, um, like and, a- and you think it. Like I remember growing up watching you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and stuff like that, right? And, and, you know, to me, that's what time travel looks like. It's a bunch of goofballs showing up, you know, watching, you know, Nero <laughs> burn, you know, fiddle while Rome burns and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, I think that's the advantage of going in the past is it's like you hold all the cards because you know what's going to happen. You know how to best these people. Whereas if you travel yeah. in the future, you're the weak link. You're the one who's like, I don't yeah, understand exactly. anything. I don't understand what's yeah. happening. I don't know what this does. You're like a like an old person trying to figure out an iPad. Yeah. Although, I mean, you know, I, Star Trek, for example, uh, I, I'm a big, I like Star Trek. I really like Star Trek. Next in our generation. last episode, I asked you what the first line of Star Trek was, and you said, "I don't know. Who cares? Who gives a fuck?" You were you were very dismissive. Yeah, I, said, I said that I didn't know. It doesn't mean that I don't care. I the mean, Final Frontier. Everyone knows that line. Sure, I don't know, um, but but uh, the the worst the worst Star Trek episodes to me were the time travel ones. They were just they were always really bad. I, hang on, um, I didn't know there were time travel episodes. Star Trek. But it... Oh, we've lost Peter. We've digitally lost him. He's he's disappeared into the internet. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome back to the conversation after a minor uh, minor technical hiccup. Wonder how much of that I'll leave in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're telling us about your uh, your distaste for the Star Trek time travel episodes. Yeah, if we could go back in time. Uh, yeah. yeah, if we if we could if we could go back in time ourselves for a little bit. Uh, that would be really handy. Um, yeah, Star Trek uh, episodes related to time travel were just as bad as as this episode of our podcast is trying to get to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, seeing as the internet is playing against us, and apparently it, it continues to do so, uh, before we sign off, Peter, would you like to share any additional thoughts that you have on time travel and the principles of time travel? I think we should stick to our own timelines, Ed. You think we should? I disagree. I think that I want to wreak uh, havoc and uh, bring carnage to multiple timelines. I think that I want to travel to the past and kick people in the shins and then disappear and then and then they'll be left trying to describe that mystery to their peasant village i think i want to oh, that's, that's sprightly of you i think i want to i think i want to go into the future and, and leave some antiques in somebody's house and then and then go away and then leave them to deal with that mind-bending mystery of how this thing came into their house i would i think that i could have a great deal of fun playing around with the timeline 
you you would do something like that. It's exactly it's exactly what I do. I would I would not use it for any sort of large scale political machinations or to change see, anything I, about I the world. I never considered the options that you have just put forth. <laughs> Everybody thinks that their time travel experience has to be so grand that they have to do so much with it. They didn't think that they could use it to just mess around with common people. Gosh, you know this episode just got so much better. Imagine just showing up in a fourteenth century peasant's field, showing him. An iPad for thirty seconds and then disappearing. <laughs> I love, I love those. You know, when you see those, you know, paintings, you know, and it's clearly not an iPad. But we have no cultural reference for understanding what this, you know, medieval painting of this guy looking at a tablet is. So we're like, oh, look at this dumb medieval painting of an iPad. But what if it's actually an iPad? Yeah. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine going into like. 2000 BC, walking into Rome, firing a gun into the air, and then just disappearing, and then everybody having to figure out what that was. Yeah, that would really confuse people. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's we're my like, final thought on time travel. A laser cat toy, like la- in yeah. ancient Rome. <laughs> just drop it there. Leave it with no description. Just toss it onto the ground. Disappear. Just leave a yeah. laser cat. I wonder how many people would put their eyes out with it just by accident. Can you actually put your eyes out with a with a cat laser? Isn't that a isn't that, that like really a kid's myth? Your own eye. Don't don't do that. Okay, good to know. Yeah. All right, anyway, before we yeah. uh, sign off, for, would you like for to, more uh... health and safety tips, uh, you can follow <laughs> us here. Uh, you can sign up to this 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 podcast, uh, Ed, Ed and Peter, uh, at uh, podpage.com slash Ed dash Peter, and uh, you can listen to previous episodes, which we assure you are much better than this one. Uh, we will have further safety tips. You can interact with us by clicking on the button on the right-hand side of the page that says leave us a voicemail. And if you do, we'll probably play it. Um, you can order merch and stuff on that website, too. I don't think anyone's tried that before, either. So, uh, you know, this could, be, this could be a week of adventures for all of us. Lots of things to try. And if anybody wants to yeah. go back in time and, and buy our merch from the very beginning, that would also be helpful. Yeah, that would super handy. Alright gang, time to sign off. Uh, I'm Ed. Yes. I'm Peter. Have a great week guys. Thanks for listening.